You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Do you want to use the Law of Attraction to create your dream life? If the answer is yes, Manifest It Now is for you. Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain have leveraged the power of the Law of Attraction to manifest their dream lives, and now they want to share it with you. During our time together, you will receive practical explanations and tips about the Law of Attraction and how to manifest more of what you desire. Are you ready to manifest it now? Get ready! Here's Cassie and Ginny. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with your LOA lifestyle design coach, Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain, your LOA coach. So before we jump into our episode today on vibrational set points, Cassie's going to just mention a little tip or uh, request what we have from you guys about hearting us. That's right. So uh, if you heart us, if you love our show and you've, um, you know, love all of these awesome shows that we're putting out there, I would love if you go to, we would love, um, go to LOARadioNetwork.com and then click on our show, Manifest It Now. And in that little player about mid page, if you could just click on the heart and heart us, we would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, we would love it. (laughs) All right. So let's get into vibrational set points. Yes. And defining that. Go for it, Cass. All right. Uh, So my definition is it's uh, I call it it's like your own personal glass ceiling. It's that place that you've sort of put because that's all you've experienced. Um, So it's just a place that you naturally bump up against. Um, It's as far as your edge has been expanded out. Um, What's your definition? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think of it quite in the same. I think of a vibrational set point in terms of something like kind of that you are um you're most used to like Mm -hmm. but but I guess I do think of it in a way that um because you can that you can kind of go out to or you can break through the glass ceiling in a way but that you're going to come back to it because you're not because it your vibrational set point is where you are constantly manifesting from and where you come back to easily that makes sense yeah, I think that's why I like I kind of term the glass ceiling because I think once you can break your vibrational set points um, and which I really wanted to talk a little bit too as we get into this. This is one of those where I want to just kind of give a little warning. I don't like to give a lot of warnings, but to not really lock into that, like know what a vibrational set point is as we're going to talk about it, but not to lock into that language of like, oh, this is just my vibrational set point. Like don't keep telling that story. Mm -hmm. Um, Shift the story a little bit as we talk about that. And I'll give you some more tips as we go along about how to kind of speak a different story about that. But I did want to put that up front. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's um, about almost labeling it because as soon as we label Mm -hmm. it, it somehow becomes more real and we don't necessarily, if it's not something you want to be recreating, then we don't want to label it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So what does, describe a little bit more about what vibrational set points mean to you? Um, So they just mean the place that we, and like you talked a little bit about, it's like experience, like we, it's the place where you're most familiar. Mm 
Mm-hmm. It's the place where if you don't grow past it, um, it's like you said, you will come back. So if your vibrational set point, I'm just going to use $50,000, if that's your vibrational set point and you, um, you know, you, for some reason you create an extra $10,000, you'll, you know, and so that makes your income 60000 It's likely that if your vibrational set point didn't expand to 60000 that you'll, something else will happen so that you'll come right back to $50,000. So for the year, you know, something else big will happen so that, yeah, because that's your vibrational set point. That's where you're most familiar with. Mm -hmm. Or it could be like, say, in relationships, you have never had a relationship past a year. And so you get to that coming up to that year point and you're like, "Uh oh, and then you I don't I don't like the word unconscious, but you do something to sabotage it. So, oh, look, my relationship fell apart after a year again. (laughs) Oh, yes. That's such a good example. I'm so glad you gave that because I was having trouble coming up with examples that weren't money related. But that's such a perfect one, right? you're the money girl. I'm the relationship girl. (laughs) That is why. (laughs) Um, All right. Yeah. So and so another thing that I kind of think about when I think about this concept is it's kind of like habits in our thought patterns Mm -hmm. and which is which is like ultimately why we create these these ceilings or these set points is because we have these habitual thoughts that we haven't had the awareness um, or just discipline to change. You know, maybe we don't even realize we're creating from this place that we can do something, you know, we can change something if we want to. Because, um, so, you know, societal pressures sometimes teach us that Oh, that's just how it is. You know, you were born in this family and that's, this is the amount of income you're going to live at. This is the type of relationship you're going to be in. This is, oh, you were born with this body type. That's how it's going to be. And would you say, would you agree, Cass, that we have, if we have the awareness and we have the desire that we want to change something that we can, that sometimes it's just knowing that we have the power to change that. Yeah, it is just knowing. I think we can change anything we want with awareness and um, dedication to the practice of expansion. And so when we talk about vibrational set points, that's why we talk about them is to be, bring awareness to like, oh, am I always, you know, do I always end relationships after a year? Mm-hmm. Do, you know, am I stuck at 50,000 or 100,000 or 200,000, um, you know, once we have awareness that there might be a set point there, that might be something that's going on. Um, yeah, that awareness, we can definitely change that experience. Yeah. So it's being, yeah. So having the awareness and then kind of observing and without judgment, just analyzing, are there patterns in my actions, which are going to eventually, you know, come back to it. There's patterns in my thoughts, you know, that which is creating what I'm experiencing in my life. But Sometimes it's easier for us to see actions like physical world actions and then kind of work backwards from there. Um, so, yeah, so something as simple as like we talked about the money or the relationships or if you're trying to get in shape and you're trying to press, you know, a certain amount of weight. Like I find I can I can pretty much go to the gym and I can bench press, you know, not that I'm a big bench presser, but or I can do, you know, I can do 10 pushups pretty easily all the time with or with working out or with not working out and so that's like in my head I have it set that I can do that and I don't really need to work at that does that make sense and then if I want to go beyond that I have to break through that 
glass ceiling and maybe I do it for a little bit and then I kind of come back to that. That's what I found. <laughs> yeah. And so I want to talk about that because there's a couple things I want to talk about in what you said is like um, number one is that we come back to that, I think, but we don't have to come back to that. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's often the way that we we try and break that, like whether we're actually breaking the ceiling or whether we're, you know, just kind of like expanding for a second, but bringing back in. I think there's a way we can change that. Mm-hmm. And then I want to talk about because I love um, I don't know if this is the segment we want to talk about, but I want to talk about like a bench press analogy because I think that's really easy um, to talk about. It's a little different than talking about money. Um, so let's talk about um, expanding past it. Should we talk about that first? Yes. So we'll- um, why don't we just take a quick, because I feel like this is going to take, we'll, we'll delve into this. So why don't we take a quick break now and Sounds we will good. come back shortly and talk about more about that. Attention future magnificent manifestors. Are you ready to take your LOA skills to a new level? I'm a former softball player, and what I know is that I got maybe three to five at bats in a game, but in practice I took about a thousand reps before each game. Your LOA skills are the same way. You want to practice them so that you can make them so effective and so efficient and hit manifesting home runs. If you're ready to practice your LOA skills and you want to learn the tools of LOA in a way that's fun and that you can practice easily, get LOA Skills Camp from my co-host, Jenny Gain. You'll get all the reps you need to hit the manifesting home run you desire. Go to LOAskillscamp.com. That's L-O-A-SkillsCamp.com. And we are back. We just had to go do a few bench presses, and now we're ready to rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) So to continue on, uh, we're going to talk about the concept, if we have that glass ceiling, is it actually possible to move beyond that in a more permanent and not just go up and down? Yeah. So I definitely think that it is possible to expand past that. So, you know, I use the glass ceiling reference because I I think you can shatter it. Right. I think it's something that you don't have to continually bump up against. But I think it's often um, people don't know how to do it. So I want to talk about um, in terms of a bench press, because I think this paints a better picture. So in terms of bench pressing, if you normally went to the gym and you could do 30 pounds or if you're a guy, it's probably a lot more. Um, But if you, you know, Hey, easy there, Cassie. I'm just saying, like, I'm picturing, like, my guy friends at the gym, they're not bench pressing 30 pounds. So, <laughs> but, um, so if you go to the gym and you normally, let's just use 30 pounds as an example, that's normal, that's easy, you can totally do that. If you want to expand that, you wouldn't just throw 150 pounds on there and think that you were going to do it, right? Because you probably wouldn't be successful. Jenny's the trainer, so she can confirm that. The likelihood that you would be successful in that is not very good. Even if you could do it, you could probably maybe do it once and then maybe you wouldn't be able to do it again because you'd be so exhausted from doing that. And so then, you know, in the terms of that, you might likely give up that 150 pound goal and just go back to 30 pounds, which is what happens a lot of time um, in in terms of when people are trying to um, shift their set points. So if you were using the bench press example, and again, Jenny, jump in with like your actual knowledge of this topic, but you would incrementally, like maybe you'd go to 40 and then you'd go to 50 and maybe then you'd go to 60, maybe even jump to 80 and you'd work your way up to that 150 pound goal over time. 
Yes, this is such a wicked, wicked example. I love that you brought this up because it's so... No, you're right on with all the weights. That's all good. You never, you would never jump up like that. And the thought that kind of came to mind is if you did try to do it and you A, wouldn't do it with good proper form to keep you healthy, which in life is you're not taking care of yourself and it's not um, sustainable and there's the possibility of injury. So when we try to do too much too fast, it's actually going to set us back. And then we, you know, we drop the bar on our chest and we, and we can't bench press anymore for a little while till we heal. So same as if you're trying to break through something, um, you're, you know, you, you jump up too fast and another goal, it's going to set you back farther than if you had progressively worked your way up. And you can stop me or change me if you have another comment cast, but I want to, point out here that the it's just I love this example it's so good <laughs> the so incrementally adding the weights that's your vibrational work mm-hmm. that is your um I'm taking the time to like in the past episode we talked about scripting I'm taking the time to practice the vibration that I want so it's like you have this feeling then you think of that bar getting to the top with 150 pounds on it you feel how it feels to press that bar up and you're like, it. you need to practice that feeling first before you just go and lift it. Yes. Yeah. Right? So so you're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that way it's going to stick. It's going to, you're going to be able to do it healthily and you're going to be able to maintain that. Right. Because your muscles have grown, they've expanded, which is like you said, your vibrational work. And, um, you know, for me, I can't remember the words you used. I I say getting experience with that next place, like getting familiar with it um, is the way to expand that. But you're right. And I love um, – so the money here, you know, we've talked about the bench press example, which I love because it takes it out of like – you know, people aren't generally trying to manifest a, you know, 150 pound bench press. So <laughs> they, they can see it. Right. <laughs> and so now that we've kind of painted that picture, this is what happens when people try to manifest more money or they try to really expand too fast. You know, it's like if they're normally making, you know, 50,000 is on the tip of my tongue for some reason. But if they're making $50,000 a year, they're like, oh, my God, I'm going to I'm going to make a million dollars next year. Like that's like trying to do a $150,000 bench or <laughs> hundred fifty pound bench press because their muscles that experience that vibrational familiarity isn't there yet and so trying to go from 50 to a million like there's just no I mean it literally is like trying to put that 150 pound weight on and you know like you said all these things happen you know and in terms of weights, like it's not healthy, like you get set back. And in terms of that, people get really set back into that vibrational set point because um, they couldn't maintain it. They get frustrated or they they dive in too hard and so they're not taking care of themselves. So they naturally find that set point again. Exactly. And so let's use the, let's bring it around to the relationship example as well. So if you know that you you know, you think to yourself, oh, I've never made it past a year. I really want to make it past a year. And so you're forcing yourself to do this, to be in the relationship without doing the alignment work first, or without, you know, feeling how you want to feel ideally. And you're just, I got to make this work. I got to do it. And you're, you're in there and it's like, it's like, okay, I made it to 
13 months. Okay. I made it to 14 months, you know, and it's, it's like work. It's not about, you want life to flow and be easy instead of forcing things and, you know, trying to make it work in the relationship. You could be doing more damage than, and that's going to set you back instead of doing the alignment first, right. And practicing that feeling and letting it happen. Yes, you totally. There's an episode of Friends that's just like that. <laughs> you totally really? like Friends has law of attraction. Well, I mean, so Chandler was like, you know, at a new place. It wasn't a year in a relationship, but longer than he'd ever been there. And so he was like getting afraid of commitment. So he decides he's like going to overcommit, right? And so then he's like, oh, we should move it. Here's a drawer. We should move in together. We should go on a trip. Exactly. I should meet your parents. Exactly. <laughs> Right? <laughs> oh my god that's so perfect <laughs> yeah so that's what happens and that's I mean in relationships that's a great example relationship happens with money people are like oh my god I'm gonna do this I'm gonna manifest all this I'm gonna do 500 different things and all this and what happens is that they explode it kind of <laughs> not and I don't like to mm-hmm, use mm-hmm. that term but it kind of is what happened like that whole your intention kind of just like goes away because you've like just tried to go too far too fast yep beauty so what about do you have any uh first major experience or a favorite experience with the like this concept of of vibrational set points so yeah i mean my first probably my major experience was with um the money, money, money course, or what's now manifest 10 K, you know, it was my first major experience with a launch. Like I had a set point that a launch, I don't know if you can call them a launch when they're only making, you know, maybe like 50 to a hundred dollars if that, um, <laughs> but that was kind of my set point. Like when I put an offer out there, a couple people might've joined, um, you know, and so, uh, and actually like one, maybe, in the past and maybe about $50 was my set point on having a launch in my business, which I think is an important, we can circle back to this if we have time, but you know, you can have different set points for different things. So I had a very high money set point, like the amount of money I can make, but my set point for doing it in my own business and coaching and putting out products that I loved was a little bit different. So that set point was about $50 before money, money, money. But by practicing that experience, I talked a little bit about this in the last episode with scripting. By practicing that experience, I expanded that set point by about, um, by a lot. I can't do the math right now, but I made $6,800 on that. And I had two people in uh, the first time I offered, I had 200 people enrolled. So that was, that's my biggest example of that. Um, I would Mm -hmm. say over the years at my job, I just constantly kept working my money mindset and kept expanding, um, the money I made by about 10 to 20% a year. Yeah. And so that slow, that shows you that slow. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, I'm not saying slow. I mean, gradual. gradual. Yeah. 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 And it, it might look slower, but really it is the faster route. I think. How about you? What's your Mm -hmm. experience with set points? Well, the one that kind of comes to mind or stands out is when, um, and this is like totally different from yours, but I had a kind of, um, when I meet new people, I'm, I'm pretty shy and that was my like fallback comfort zone. That's what I fall into. And so I go into this like quiet, nice mode and really that's (laughs) (laughs) and so, and 
I remember doing this before I, when I was working at a job about uh, six, seven years ago. And then I left and I went traveling for a year and you're meeting so many new people all the time. You don't like, if you want to get to know people, you don't really have time to be shy because you're, you're moving to different, um, places all the time and it became easier the repetition and the you know gradual change just allowed me to practice not you know like oh I'm never going to see these people I'll just be myself you know (laughs) and so then I noticed a big difference when I came back and I started at a different position I had a different attitude in terms of um, I was able to be myself more quickly and easier because I had practiced, I just practiced it for a year. And that's kind of my vibrational set point in terms of, you know, meeting new people had changed. Maybe just confidence in who I am as well. But it was a nice gradual shift so that I was ready for it. And it wasn't uncomfortable. I love that example. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So let's, t- let's take a little break now. And then when we come back, we're going to talk more about vibrational set points and how we can have different set points for different things. Are you frustrated because you're not manifesting what you want? I know someone that can definitely help. I'm Ginny Gain and I'm here to tell you about one of my most favorite law of attraction coaches and lucky for me, also my co-host, Cassie Parks. I have seen how Cassie's work with people leads to magic results. In just one hour on the phone with Cassie, she will diagnose what's going wrong with your LOA practice and give you a prescription to follow to manifest exactly what you desire. Being able to use law of attraction tools like visualization, scripting, and creating a vision board effectively helps you draw your dream life in quicker and easier. These sessions, best part, are totally complimentary and Cass fills up fast, so make sure you go to loastrategysession.com and schedule your session right now. That's the letter L-O-A strategysession.com. Cassie has created and is living her dream life, and she can show you how to create yours too. Cassie and I are back, and we're going to talk more about set points for different things. So do you think, Cass, there can be, or there is, different, you have different vibrational set points for different subject areas like in life? Oh, I definitely think you have different set points for different areas. And I think you, you have, you know, no matter what you want to call it, you have a set point type of a thing for everything in your life. Me too. I agree. Cause I, just like the examples we've already talked about different ones for money, relationships, health, you know, what you believe is going to happen for you and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So should we talk a little bit about, should we talk more about the different vibrational set points or should we go into how somebody could change theirs if they wanted to today? Well, let's start with uh, the different ones and then we'll go in how or go into how they can change it. Okay. Go ahead. The different ones. Um, I mean, so I think you can have a health one. You know, how healthy are you? I think you can. Money is definitely one. Um, Experiences like whether it's like Jenny was talking about being shy and meeting people. I mean, I think they're really endless amounts that you have. I was going to say it's almost like you have one for every belief you have. There's like a. Yeah. You have a belief and then you have a set point around that belief. Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so how would we – so firstly, how does someone come to understand that they have certain vibrational set points happening in their life? Uh, I think we talk about this a lot, but you become aware. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> and um, so and generally the awareness is it's what you it's often around what you don't like or what you want more of. So it can be either side of that coin if it's like, oh, I want more money or it's like, I don't like that I, you know, have this relationship habit or whatever it is. Um, it can be either way. So it's something that you want more of. You become aware that you want more, become aware that you want less of something that's happening in your life. I think that's a really good point to bring up, Cass, is that is one of the um, easiest ways for us to bring more awareness into our life is because we notice more when we're feeling good or bad, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't necessarily keep track of what we're thinking about. That would just be insane because there's so many thoughts. But we do notice if we're driving along or we're walking along and we're feeling happy and joyful and, you know, we're smiling or if we're kind of like grumbling along and, you know, hanging our head, we're, it's easier to observe that. And so one emotion always is going to signify that we're focused on something we we want or don't want. So as soon as we have that awareness, then we're like, okay, well, what am I thinking about then? And that that's our power there to choose um, to choose what to place our focus back onto what we want. This is, feels like it got a little off topic. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. So I think it is um, a choice to folk where we're focused, but I think that's where the awareness comes in is that where does your focus automatically go to is probably your set point. Yes, so, exact um, good one, Cass. <laughs> and so I often like to, I will say more like than focus in this um, example, when we're talking about set points, I would say experience. Like what am I experiencing um, okay. right now? Um, might be a little easier way to kind of tap into that set point place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a yeah. really good way. And so if people, so they they have the awareness, they've brought the awareness that, okay, say I have this, um, this set point around my money that I'm only comfortable making this much money. So how can they go about changing that? Mm, so that's great. So I think the first thing is to um, commit to the, the long ter long term process, which doesn't sound very positive, but it's like commit to getting there, um, not tomorrow, but commit to getting there. So if like you know you have a set point of fifty thousand dollars, that's what you've been making. Maybe like even when you change jobs, um, you know you can get awareness of this by just looking at the pattern. So maybe even though you change jobs and it was supposed to be more money, maybe your hours got cut, and so then you were still at fifty thousand. Um, you know that's can bring some awareness. And so then commit to whatever it is. So if you want to expand to 100,000 or 200,000, like understand that that's the long-term goal, but let's do that maybe 10, 10, and then when you get really good, maybe 20,000 at a time. So if you're at 50,000, think about what does it look like to make 60,000? What's different in your life? You know, what does it look like on a monthly, maybe even a weekly or a daily basis? You know, what does that mean? And start to really get familiar with how you would be experiencing that life. And that's automatically when you get um, familiar with that experience and you get into that and you can, you know, our last show is on scripting. That's a great way to do it. Um, but when you get familiar with that, then you're naturally going to expand into that 60,000. When you get to 60,000, maybe it's like, okay, what was my life look like at 75,000? Really tap into that experience of it. Mm -hmm. It's um, interesting that you brought up commit to the whole journey mm -hmm. because to me that's such an important process because like Abraham says we never get it done you know quote unquote 
And there's always, so yes, you're committing to this goal, but if this is just a change in life, you're doing this because this is who you want to be right now in this world. You know, you want to be the person that is abundant. So you need to, you know, change, create your, or like choose to have an abundant mindset right now, Mm -hmm. you know, and almost release the attachment to the outcome because you you only want to do it right now because it feels good right now. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, and so that, but that's going to help you get to that, that that's going to help you get to that new set point. And they're going to, your set points are going to continually to continue to move higher and higher to where you want them to be with that yes. gradual process. Yes, they are and with that commitment to, you know, getting there and being that abundant person that you want to be today. Yes. Love it. So what can someone do today? Um, take a stock, do evaluation, you know, kind of beco- become aware of where are your set points in different areas of your life. And um, because until you're aware of where you are right now, you can't move forward. And so money is easy, like measure, but you can also use a scale of one to 10. So if we're talking about relationships or confidence, meeting new people, you can ask yourself, you know, where am I on that scale of one to 10 right now? And how do I move? You know, if it's, let's say it's at a three, like how do I move to a four? And then how do I move to a five? Um, And just, you know, get in touch with like what that actually looks like. So, you know, where you're going and what you're um, growing towards. Yep. That's exactly what I had um, wanted to comment too. is take an evaluation. Ask yourself, okay, well, what is my set point right now? You know, what kind of things do I easily resort back to about a specific topic or what kind of patterns do I have in my life that um, are serving me or not serving me and then make a decision to move or make a decision to be where you want to be and then just observe, yeah, where you are and how am I going to get to where I want to be? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So is there anything else you want to comment before we get, move into our money mantra? I think that's it. Just, um, you know, become aware. Yeah. And you can change your vibrational set points. You can. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, today's money mantra, um, I grow my money mindset every day. Beauty. Love it. Awesome. So we just have one more thing. Go Go be be awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Manifest It Now with Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain. If you would like more information on coaching, books, or would like us to answer your question on the show, Contact us at ManifestItNowShow.com. That's ManifestItNowShow.com.